All right. Oh, it's always it's always a little um I don't know. And it's an anxious moment for Jason when I'm coming in and uh there's a little blank box there. I don't know if I'm being replaced or not. <laughs> you know, like it's just Yeah, we're, we're oh, bringing look, in uh uh well, now I've forgotten his name. Cousin. Mm-hmm. What was the cousin that came in for the Brady bunch? Oh, I don't cousin know. Cousin Satan. What's oh cousin Satan? Was this a? It was cousin Satan, was this I a, believe. <laughs> was this a jump the shark moment? Or, oh yeah, or beyond the beyond yeah. the jump the shark. Moment? Well, it was like you know Cindy and Bobby were way too old for people to think they're cute, so they brought in cousin Bill. I I don't, can't yeah I can't think of his name now. <laughs> cousin Rob, cousin Dingus. I I don't remember, but he sucked. Do you know who knows? Do, do, do you know? The internet knows. Well, the internet uh, does know. <laughs> yeah, cousin Oliver. Oliver, yes. Oh, it's that kid. Cousin oh, Oliver, yeah. yeah. Him? Oh, that poor guy. Yeah, he sucked. No, don't be mean. I'm sure the guy, I mean. Do you know how old cousin he is? Cousin Oliver sucked. today well, like <laughs> oh no, this is interesting three years ago yeah today um no i don't know how old he is i imagine he's got to be late 50s 57 57 um so he's like your age did you know <laughs> that he did the he, he was a he he did the voice of lots of characters in television shows and stuff i, um, I did not know that i don't even know the name stuffy. of that actor he was, he was uh, the name of the actor is Robbie Wrist. Robbie um, Wrist, and which it's really can't wrist. be his real name. Um, and he was Doc. He's he was Doc McStuffins. Uh, and I'm oh, sorry, he, he was Stuffy in in Doc McStuffins. Oh, okay. he was. I don't. He know was that Wiz show. in Kid Video, which I don't know what that is. I remember he that was, being a show, oh, but I don't. He was Marota in Final Fantasy X. Uh. For what that whatever that's worth. Which I but think is hilarious that the sequel to Final Fantasy X was Final Fantasy X-2. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I don't I think it's hilarious that you know. Uh, just because it's so absurd. I don't know. It's just like, what? You ready for this one, though? G- he was me. Michelangelo in the 1990 film Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He Really? Now, that's yeah. interesting. Right? He, you know what? I was in a movie directed by Donatello from uh, <gasps> really? M- M- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, a guy named Leif Tilden. He was a really cool guy. Oh, so I am two degrees yes. separated <laughs> from Leif Tilden. You're, and I'm th- your Teenage three degrees, Mutant Ninja I guess. Turtle number is two. But I'm three degrees. It sounds like I'm three degrees uh, separated from Robbie Wrist. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. look at them apples. Yeah, right. yeah, feeling a little um, better about yourself now. Thought it was a bad day, a little, didn't you? Turned out okay. It was a okay. challenging day. It was a challenging day, not a not necessarily a bad day. Um, he he also, because this is what this episode's about now. Um, <laughs> he provided the music for Sharknado. He provided um, the music the for theme, it. Now, did he and, compose and it themes, or? And the theme song for Sharknado franchise, the franchise. Um, it's a theme and, song. And, and I find this interesting that they make this last. He played Ted Baxter's adopted son on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, I kind of feel bad for this guy because he... like the, like a child-based interloper for a number of different shows. And then he went, yeah, that's, then he went ham on the VO market. Apparently he's a musician, obviously, because of the <laughs> other stuff. Well, um, but I bet he's got some... I, you know, here's the deal. I bet he has some interesting stories. Oh, I have no doubt of that, especially being because on, being a little kid on the Brady Bunch set, seeing all these people, seeing like, <gasps> do, oh, he he played Martin in the short-lived Sanford and Son spinoff, Grady. There was a Grady spinoff. Was a spin-off. <laughs> I didn't know that. 
Wait, which character was Grady? Was he the was he the, Grady? the son? Was he the f- uh, no, no, that was Lamont. Um, Grady oh, was, Lamont. was his like kind of. Wow, it's taking me back now. It's his, it's his buddy that would show up every now and then. They were like friends, and then they would get in an argument and and uh, oh. all that stuff. But you know, I don't so remember Grady's for some a, reason. I I, I, a- I see him as being drunk a lot, but that may okay. be Otis. <laughs> from Andy Griffith kind of honing in on that memory or something. Um, he he was in three episodes of The Bionic Woman. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I still I still watch that sometimes. The Bionic in Woman, passing, that was around that same time, so I was a little kid for that. In huh? passing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, he, in 1980, Wrist played Dr. Z on Galactica 1980. He's Dr. Z. Oh, yeah, he sure is. Oh, boy. I completely forgot about that. That is the worst show ever made. Galactica 1980. And this is coming from somebody who loves dearly the original Battlestar Galactica. Galactica 80 is, oh, my God. Why did they call it that? Why did they call it that? Well, because it was like... It's a it's a sequel series, right? They did the the Battlestar Galactica normal show in seventy eight and nine, I want to say, because um, it was two yeah. two seasons, I believe, and then they were then it got canceled, and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. let's give it another shot, and they couldn't get any of the cast to come back for it, um, except for Lauren Green, and I no, want to say I, well, Barry Van Dyke. Well, Barry Van Dyke wasn't he from the original? Jerry cast? Van Dyke. No. Barry, Barry Van, not Jerry. Barry Van Dyke? I don't know I about he looks, that. He looks familiar. Um, well, Lauren Green came back. That's what's important. Lauren Green came back with a beard. Um, <laughs> and then for whatever reason, they decided to go. Let, it's almost like they were like testing out the Wesley Crusher idea by having a super duper intelligent child be in charge of things. Dr. Z. And it uh, went about as well as the first first season Wesley Crusher did because Crusher ended up being an okay character and and, and they started actually but the first writing season was for it, him you want, you wanted, but in the first season you, yes yes absolutely yeah. you wanted to set him on fire and then there was and that's not Will there was Wheaton's a, fault he was good but no. he was not given a lot to work with on that then there was a Battlestar Galactica the miniseries that's probably did the one that? that came out that was in, 2003 yeah yeah 2003. that was the new that was the reboot yeah and then there was the anyway, series came out and of then that. There was, and, yeah, yeah. And we could talk about that, but yeah, I have how did, I have opinions. How did we how did we get here? Yeah, uh, you, you were we worried you were going about? to be replaced. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Still concerned. <laughs> Still a concern. Can you can you see what uh, Mr. Wrist is doing these days? <laughs> I do have abandonment issues, Marcus. I think I'm pretty sure. That's the only explanation I have for some of my uh Neuroses. Yeah. They're yeah. abandonment based on abandonment. I'm sure. I don't know what, I don't have any, I don't actually have any basis for that. Like, I don't have any uh, memories repressed or otherwise. I guess if they're repressed, I wouldn't know. It's true. I have a lot of repressed That's memories. That's kind of scary. You know? <laughs> Isn't that scary? Yeah, walking around thinking, like, well, there's a whole bunch of things I don't remember that really messed me up. That's well, a weird that's, that's thing, isn't it? Like your brain. It's sort of like your personal identity, right? It's like, I don't remember this thing. And then when I suddenly am reminded of it, I think of myself back when I had forgotten it. And it seems like a different person. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of odd. Like the things you that, like your memories define who you are to yourself. Your actions define yes. who you are to everybody else. But inside your head what you remember is who you are. Right. And, and I this think it's also, it's also, it's also sobering to, to, to remind yourself that, that everyone is the protagonist in their own story. Yes. Yeah. A lot right. of writers forget so, that. So, and when you are working, I mean, when you were just like, what in a relationship in a friendship, whatever colleagues, like, you that voice in your head that thinks that you're the center of the world, they have that same voice. Yeah, yeah. Maybe many voices. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh, I gotta I gotta bring this up. I don't think this will run long, but but, okay. it, but it came up. It came up today. Um, 
uh, during going uh, the lunch break when I, I I was yelling like hold the boat, mm. like, hold the boat, mm. and it made, reminded me instantly of this moment. Well, many moments as a kid, uh, where I grew up, the house I grew up in, um, we were on the this, this corner lot, uh, and it was right by the the intersection of kind of a main street, Chesco mm-hmm. Avenue, and um, then the in the then the then the road where we were, and then. And the bus stop was right there. The bus stop was right there, mm-hmm. and so all and so the, the neighborhood kids would all come to that corner. To right. get, not all the neighborhood kids, but the kids from the street <laughs> and the, would come there. <laughs> and Weirdly popular. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a scene out of Fat Albert, you know. It wasn't like that interesting. <laughs> it was just like a few people. Anyway, the, the the point is that from our little like kitchen, like our little kitchenette, like with the bay window situation. Thing. Mm-hmm. We could see, we could see, like the bus, like when it would come up this one road behind our house, and then it would turn the corner and come down this road, and then we would we would see. So I would, so I was I, you know, this is probably part of my problem, Marcus. This is pro- <laughs> this may be the root of some of my issues. I um, <laughs> you know, I was. If it was too cold outside, for example, I didn't have to wait out there with the riffraff. <laughs> I could wait until we knew the bus was coming then and go outside, right? I could okay. stay warm and, and comforted. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you, what happens is that's a slippery slope, Marcus, because then you lead down the path of, well, maybe I can, you know, take a little more time eating and watching... Whatever the morning shows are on right. TV, or maybe I can wake up a little bit. Late. You know what I mean? You get this this very langorious the right word langorious like um, morning routine as like mm. a seven year old. Right. Well, on more than one occasion, I mean more than one occasion. Let me go back. There was also this other issue I had. Hmm. I didn't like bumps in my socks. Okay. So it was a big problem when I would put socks on. If I guess it was like the seam or something, or maybe just a little spot. Like if there was, it's like Princess and the Pea, I think. Like if there was any little, there was a a bump of some sort, I couldn't, I just could not take it. Right. And so I would insist, I gotta fix it, 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 right? But the shoes are the last thing, Marcus. The shoes are the last thing, right? Because. So when you're putting shoes on, time is of the essence, and there were, and and not just because of the shoe thing, but I'm sure because of other things. There were many occasions where my mother would have to step outside the house and yell to the world, "Hold the bus! Hold the bus!" And it was it was a little humiliating. <laughs> And then you were being little, Jason, little Jason would come running with a lunchbox swinging in the air. <laughs> then you get on. And, you know, it's like, I think maybe one time the bus left without me. That's a terrible mm. feeling, too. It like, is. Have ever, I have been left like, by you the bus You watch the bus go and you're like, oh, I still have dreams about this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the bus is like, oh, there it goes. What are you going to do now? Yeah. Yeah. And you feel like the whole world just ended on you. <laughs> and it's like. When you're seven. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're like, uh, exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to do now for the rest of my life. I'm going to have to be a hobo <laughs> under the bridge. I can't go home. <laughs> I know. And I'm thinking like, my, with the, probably what my mom should have said is like, I don't know. Well, I don't know how you're getting to school, but good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out, kid. But it's nah. that way. Get walking. That's right. You better go. If you go, if you start now, you won't be too late. Okay. <laughs> um. So anyway, I had to share that because it was on my mind, and and I, I don't think it's I've ever. I don't think I've ever told you about that, and it, and it was one of those like repressed things. Like I haven't thought about that bus situation, uh, for a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. 
the the whole hold the bus thing is a little weird anyway, right? It's like if you're with a group of people and you see that the bus you're supposed to be trying to catch has arrived and you're a little too far away from the bus stop and you figure I'll, I'll go real fast and hold, get them to hold the bus. But then when you get up there, you're like, what, what am I supposed to do? Just tell the bus driver don't go. I mean, he's on a schedule. There's a, like 35 people in this bus that are going to hate me if I'm like, no, no, no. So we're not on the bus yet. So you, sir, are going to sit right here and wait for my slow friends. And it's what you really need to do is don't tell them to hold the bus. Stand with one foot on the bus and one foot on the street. <laughs> just, just be a human shield and just stare at the bus driver. Going, I dare you. <laughs> just say like, ah, I got, yeah. I got a cramp. I can't move. Ah, ah. I, I wish I could choose whether to be on the bus or on the ground, but the pain, <laughs> the pain is too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes Billy. Oh, never mind. I think oh, I, I feel, feel better okay now. Yeah, okay. It must have been one of those missing my friend's out. cramps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just the, yeah. the whole entitlement of that. It's like, we're a little late, but let's stop the entire system instead of us just waiting for the next bus. <laughs> I, feel like, uh, I feel like everyone has... I mean, there's actually a lot of uh, science behind this, like psych- psych- psychological science, like about line waiting and where and how like if somebody cuts in front like how how irritated are you and a lot of that's based on how close you are Mm -hmm. to like if you're really close to where you like you want to be right and somebody like is let into the line you usually are more forgiving than when you're like way back and you see it happen because i think (laughs) what happens in my mind i'm thinking like well in my mind i'm like is this going to be is like how many times is this going to happen yeah no that's that's the one time i'm fine but like if it happens 16 times, well, now I'm much further back than I actually realize, like, than it actually mm. appears like I am, right? Um, yeah. So there's that. And then uh, I think that people on the bus in that kind of situation, they also have their own level of tolerance for it. Like, you know, depends on their situation. Like if somebody's in a hurry for something, then they're going to be very intolerant, right? And if somebody's just like, no place to be except the place I'm going, but I don't need to be there anytime soon. Then they're going to be fine with waiting. Right, right. right? Um, so it's almost like you need a little vote. <laughs> we let this guy on or not? Like all in favor of waiting, pull on your pull on the pull on the chain. You right. Know, ding, 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 ding. I always have a lot of sympathy for for the people, especially if it's like people with kids or, or something like that. And they're running. They're really honestly making an effort to get there. Um, yeah. the one that I hate is the people that like refuse to go to, to cross that line into a jog or run that they're walking. Wait, at least fast walk, at least fast walk, at least but, like act like I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, you know, like, but like, I'm not going to be so inconvenienced by my own lateness that I am going to elevate my heart rate in any way. <laughs> now those people I'm like, okay, no, I might. I am all for waiting right here until they get to the door and then buy. But they might have a device. They might have a device implanted in them that if their heart rate goes above a certain amount, their head explodes or something like that. Well, they should have thought of that before they started trying for the bus. You've seen this. But the buses, maybe they're just trying to get to the place that will remove the thing. So this is all turning into a '90s Keanu Reeves movie. And it's it's like, and it's like, you're like, it's the worst kind of situation, right? Because you're like, I have to get to the bus. If I don't get to the bus, I don't get this thing taken out of me. But if I if I hurry to get to the bus, it's going to explode. Yeah. Now, if I see Snake Pliskin running up to the bus, I'm like, fine, (laughs) wait on him. So again, you have your own internal like your threshold right. barometer. <laughs> I, I, got, yeah, I, I got my standards that I need to you know follow. Okay. I understand they're yeah. only mine. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would extend that even just to Kurt Russell in general. <laughs> if he's running for the bus, I'm fine to wait for him. Can I can I um ask you to revisit something? Oh God, no. Oh. 
Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. Uh, can we talk about your smoke alarms? <laughs> yes, we can. Um, because I sent you a pin about them. Yeah. Because and they I are just still... love this. I love this subject. I love, I love this it subject. It is a freaking saga at this point. But, okay, so I mentioned earlier uh, in the show, as in not this show, but many, many episodes ago, about how um, one of our smoke alarms decided it was just going to start randomly chirping in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And so infrequently that it was impossible to tell which one was actually doing it. Now, our our house has one on the bottom floor, that one right there, one on the main floor, Right. But upstairs where the bedrooms are, there's four, count them, four of yeah, them up there. Yeah, code, right. Yeah. Right, I'm sure it is. Um, and makes sense, that's where all the smoke's going to collect because it's the top. Fine. Well, that's where the bedrooms are, too. Yeah, well, each bedroom has one. And then the, the landing where the stairwell you know, comes out has mm-hmm. two you know, in there. And oh. there's no walls or anything. Mm-hmm. There's just two in that room, which is... Is one? Are they both smoke excessive. detectors, or is one like a yeah? Carbon they're both combination smoke and CO detectors. Hmm. Okay, but not corrections officer, but uh, carbon monoxide. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I've been listening too much Public Enemy, but the uh, um, the the other night, and this was a long time ago. One of them was going wacky and beeping in the middle of the night and i think i finally you know after three nights of this i finally figured out which one it was and i took it down and i'm just going to replace it because it says beeps three times waits a long time beeps three times that means the unit Mm -hmm. is bad i'm like okay one of them went bad that sucks um so i ordered a new one and we put it in there and that's fine now fast forward like i don't know eight months or whatever to Mm -hmm. the other night and it starts doing it again or one of them does and I'm like, this again. And I figure out that it's it's one of the ones in the main stairway. I take that one down. I'm going to figure this out tomorrow. But I go to sleep, and they're still beeping. There's another beeping. Oh. Another beeping one. And I'm like, I thought I'd do. All right, I'll take that one down. Mm-hmm. And this happens one more time. And it's it's one of the things where, like, I close the door to the bedroom and the beeping I heard was not muffled by the door. So must be okay. the one in the bedroom. So I got up there. I mean, it sounds right. Yeah. Right? I mean, it seems like a reasonable yeah. assumption to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I pulled down that one. So now three of the four <laughs> smoke alarms on the top floor are down. Are, are down. down. The only other one yeah. is all the way on the other side of the house, on the third floor, on the other side of the house where the other bedroom is. It's in that bedroom. Okay. I wake up in the middle of the night to chirping. <laughs> Loud chirping. And now I don't know what's going on. I, I go out and, and, you know, I'm trying to figure it out and of course, like where of it is. And you can. It's the only time it happens and almost clockwork two in the morning. Like, I don't know what's going on at two in the morning. We're that's setting about, these things off. We talked about this. There's science behind this. this yeah, there is. Yeah, can I see some of that? Yeah. But it's like, yeah. it's almost like clockwork that it's at two in the morning. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm, I'm doing the thing, you know, where you're trying to, you're moving your head around. You're kind of doing the, mm-hmm. the, the daredevil thing, trying to locate the sounds by moving your ears around, right? <laughs> and it's not a con. The problem is it's not a constant. It's not constant, right? That's it's, what's so bad about it. So you have to wait. You have to position your head. Based on the data that you have from the last time it chirped, right? Which is right. imperfect and as you it wait. is. So you're just, you're kind of like a cocker spaniel, like tilting, you're like, huh? And there's no what? guarantee it's going to do it again. Because it's been very <laughs> intermittent. You know, it's it's not, you know, if you could count to 20 and it goes off again, that would be one thing. But sometimes right. it's 20 seconds, sometimes it's like a minute and a half. And you just, like, you just don't know. And sometimes you give up. And then as soon as you move your head and go somewhere else, you hear, <laughs> beep, 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 and you're like, ah. Oh. But anyway, so I go, well, the only one up here is the one that's in there. So I shut that door and I shut our door. Okay. And then I was like, you know, I'll just do that. I won't be able to hear it tonight. I'll figure it out in the morning. Because it's also three in the morning at this point because I've been trying to figure it out for about an hour. And I was like, I need sleep. 
This is stupid. What's Emily doing at this point? She's asleep. She's she's you know she's you know tossing and turning. Is she really asleep? Here's the thing: is she really asleep, or is she like? I know what the problem is. I really, this is not a two-person problem. He's well, got that's a very true. This. He can take care of this. And so I'm just going to go back to sleep. That's part of but it. But I'm not going to move and let him know. That and sometimes, wait. though, that she has trouble sleeping, so she'll take like, like a Tylenol PM or something. And oh, like, so she's out there. Out, right? Oh, she's, yeah. So it, it's one of those two things. Because um, this is a multi-night deal, so it's, it's probably both at one point or another. Um, so anyway... Oh. Close the other bedroom door, close our door so that I can't hear it or I can hear it faintly enough that it's not going to bother me. I'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. I go back to sleep in the room. No. I wake up and it's coming from the flipping bedroom. It's like a horror movie. It's it like, is. Um, it's like the telltale the, smoke detector. I can't like call, find the, it. The it's, call's it's coming like, from inside the room. The call's coming from inside the room. It is, man. And the the weird thing, I was like, okay, all right. I'm still trying to logic this out like a reasonable human yeah. being. Sure. And I'm like, maybe a trick of the sound and it went through some vents or something <laughs> from that room to this room. It's the only explanation I can come up Magic with. Bullet. The yeah. last, Magic the bullet. next day, I pull that one down. There are four places for smoke detectors. <laughs> There are zero smoke detectors in those places. That night, I don't know where that's coming from now. (laughs) There's nowhere it can possibly be. I went downstairs. When that happened, I was like, okay, it's got to be the one that's downstairs. I go downstairs. I stand under the one that's on the second floor, and I hear upstairs. Like it's muffled because it's upstairs and not where I am. You were just up there. Right. So like I was I was assuming that you know, bouncing around because it's that piercing, piercing high pitch noise that you can't really, you know, locate. And so I was like, it has at this point, it has to be the one that's on the second floor. Stood under the one that was on the second floor, it went off again, but that one wasn't the one that went off. Something upstairs went off. And so now I don't know. But yeah, like you said, like you were saying there, um, do I have an attic? I do, it's like a weird little space above the ceiling. It's not much of an attic. I'm thinking, I'm but it's up there. I, that's the only thing I can think of unless they put it in like, I can't imagine why they would do this, but put it in like one of the return ducts, like before you hit the filter. No. Like it's just so like, you know, that's what I was thinking. Like, no, no way. But at this point, I'm like... <laughs> well, it ain't in the friggin' house. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is these things have to be user serviceable, right? If the backup battery on this thing goes bad, I got to be able to replace it. If they stick it in the attic or in a duct or, or they've cask of Amontillado it into the wall, then <laughs> what am I going to do about that? I can't do anything about it. So... <laughs> It's just the craziest thing because I swear it, and when it when I'm standing like we're at the foot of our bed and staring like right at the wall, sent dead center of the room, it sounds like it's coming from right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, <laughs> you know, to quote Lady Macbeth, I see nothing yet. All there is, I see <laughs> it, it, it is. Wah. <laughs> And the fact that this happens at two in the morning when I'm at my like so it's still cognitive peak, it's, I it's still happening. Well, it didn't happen last night. Okay. I don't know if that's because it decided to stop happening, and it might happen again. <laughs> I don't know if I really did solve the problem, but like temporally speaking, I was getting echoes from the past in the future. Mm-hmm. Or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that there is another unit of some kind up there making that noise. And now I don't know if those four smoke detectors were all fine and it's whatever this phantom device is that's beeping and has been the, the problem the whole time. Right? It's like those weren't right, even right. actually wrong. They weren't even the problem. I was hearing right. that they've thing. All been wrongly, they've been wrongly accused. They've Marcus. been wrongly accused. Now, I got a pile of four, <laughs> four freaking <laughs> things down here. Down there. See one here. Yeah, because I put them down here because if the battery backup was working, 
I didn't want to hear him up there, right? I Your wanted, studio I wanted, space is very safe now. It's yeah. Well, <laughs> so we so, haven't caught okay, on fire I, yet, I, so I'm banking on that oh, stay in the trend. God forbid. God so, forbid. so are, are these the kind that if you if you push one to test it, they will all go off? Yeah, yeah, they are. But is it only if they're plugged in, or will they just? Or is it? it no, matter. they have to be plugged in for that to work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's another thing. I'm not entirely sure how these things are rigged up because for them to be connected to one another, I, and this is what I'm, I'm thinking might be the problem is number one, I don't know anything about these stinking smoke detectors, but number two, it seems to me as somebody with a master's in information systems that there has to be some kind of controller device that all of these things are connected to for them to be networked to each other and be able to communicate yeah. with each other. Now, they could Not be rig- rigged in, in series, I suppose, but if you unplugged one, that would make all of them not work anymore. If they were rigged in parallel, no, like that Christmas seems... Christmas lights or something, you're thinking? Right, yeah. And if they're rigged in parallel, that seems a little excessive. No, no, no. I think it's... I think it's, Okay, so you think about those devices... Is it a ring network? Can, I don't know. No, no, no. I Think about those devices that you can use for, for using your your electrical outlets to send uh, internet through to another room. Have you mm-hmm. ever used one of those? Oh yeah. Like yeah, they, yeah. They, they, and they work great, but basically they're sending, they're sending data, you know, over, over the electrical line, over the copper mm-hmm. um, to another outlet in the house. I mean, that's running to, cause they're not, they don't even have to be on the same circuit. So it's running like to the circuit breaker and doing the whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's getting to that other room. And it could be that they're just, you know, they're just pulsing a signal through, like through the copper, and they, you know, they yeah, they're, but it they're seems like to pick up on that unique signal, and then that's what makes them all go off when one goes off. It seems like each would need to be able to send and receive. And well, they can. But the problem they is, is have. once you break that chain with taking one think, of them you know, out. Seems like there would should, I don't there would need to be a change. central I one. I don't think so. Maybe not. Oh, I, I mean, know. like a master? I don't, maybe I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah, like there, some kind of a controller there, thing. I think you need. I mean, who who's who's especially if you called an electrician and said, mm. "I need your help finding this thing," would they be able to do it? Yeah, I don't know. Could they? Could they? Could they trace it? Here's back the other thing. Look. I tried to get Emily to put push and hold down the thing and make him make mm-hmm. it go off to see if whatever was going upstairs would go off. And it did not. It did not go off. It did not. <laughs> and, and so, oh. yeah, I, I yeah, this is this is a perplexing uh, dilemma. I think, yeah, you need you need a specialist, I think. Yeah. But it sucks because they're going to come out. This goes back to like our episode one, I think it, it, it goes they're going to come out and then it's going to be humiliating and emasculating right. and they're going to think they're going to be like oh it's this thing it's this like it's right here it's like in Colorado when the then the house is like in the summer and it was hot and i am adjusting the thermostat down and it's, nothing's working and i call you know the people to come out and they come out and then they inform me you don't have ac <laughs> that's why it's not cooling. The AC isn't coming on because like, there isn't one. <laughs> aha. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the soft serve ice cream like, machine isn't working either. You know, oh, you, you know you what's going to drive one. me crazy, Marcus? And I'm, I'm kind of hoping that this is what it is. What if there's just a switch somewhere that you haven't thrown? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Or that I have thrown. I've accidentally turned on the the beeping noise switch. It's like, oh, you just have to flick this switch. Ah, okay. Well, here's the other thing is that um, uh, my friend that's also the, uh, the president of our HOA, and he knows a lot about like what went into these houses, and he just got back from like they, they summer away. Um, and he just got back the other day, so I'm going to talk to him about it and see like, who I need Where to talk summer? to. Um, all, all over the place. I think they were looking at getting oh. a, a summer house in like Massachusetts or something. But um, cooler places, like cooler places. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't go to like Ensenada Guatemala. or something. But <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but um, don't remember what I was going to say about. Oh yeah, um, his wife um, and Emily had 
uh, drinks next door the other night, and she suggested turning off the circuit circuit breaker to the yes. to the things. And but, have, I, but, but they, they has to be. I mean, they have to be labeled. You have to know. I mean, are and they, they are. I mean, this is new construction, and they were oh. pretty conscientious about making making sure that thing was labeled right. And I went out there, and of course, the smoke detectors are on the same circuit as my office, and so it's like, great. So if I turn those off, Safe, my I'm telling you, safest place in the house. Safest place in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's a it is a mystery. I don't know what's going on because that thing. I thought I was going nuts. I thought I was going absolutely crazy. I'm standing here. I'm looking directly at the hole in the ceiling where the thing used to be, and it's still beeping. It's like the angry ghost of my smoke detector is deciding it's going to drive me crazy in some kind of Edgar Allan Poe po hellscape, <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So that was that's the that's the the update in the uh, in the <laughs> Marcus's smoke detectors saga. I can't wait to hear how this ends, and I hope oh, it's not too. like a fiery disaster. <laughs> and um, speaking of middle of the night, if this wasn't quite the middle of the night, but it was, uh, it was on the way to being the middle of the night. Um, Michelle and I were going to sleep, trying to, and the last thing I do, you know, in our routine is I ask the Amazon device, who will not be named right now. Mm. Actually, actually, I call in the in the bedroom. I've talked about this. In the bedroom, I call her computer, just to right, differentiate. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I asked her to play. I guess I directed her to play <laughs> heavy rain sounds, which is I do. You know, yeah, play asking yeah. so and so play heavy rain sounds, and then she does. This particular night, she says, "I can't remember the exact title of it. It was playing." subway train sounds or something like that who wants that and and i kid you not immediately launches into like the like like you're standing on a platform in new york city like in the subway hearing subway sounds like all the sounds you know the sounds it makes and the noise and the people and all stuff and i'm like and it's all the cacophony of this my dogs look like they're like what the hell have you done like what you broke the internet. Like, what are you doing? And, and they're like looking at me like with this incredulous look on their face. And I said to Michelle, I said, what is this? Sleep sounds for the homeless? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I immediately regretted it. But Michelle laughed for like five minutes. It was like, I was like, I mean, because who else is it? I mean, I, I, I don't. I, right. I don't mean to make light of homelessness. No, no, of people. course not. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that, like, who else? Like, right. Well, usually, who, the, to whom is this soothing? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like I've heard, like fans, trains, uh, uh, like foghorns is a thing. The beach, mm. crickets, even highways. Like, you think of things that maybe these are. Sounds that you had when you were a child growing up, or sure. maybe places where you've lived, and and that was the ambient sound, and 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 it's hard. It's it, like if you're if you've lived in a city for a long time, yeah, and you have adjusted to the sound of a city, and you move to the country, or you're just visiting somebody in, in out in the country somewhere, it's difficult it's to fall asleep. Dead silent. It's yeah, too, it's too quiet, right? And and the reverse is true as well. Mm. And so, but I'm thinking like. I mean, who else sleeps with all that subway noise? Like, right? Yeah. What is this? It's weird, right? It's weird. It's weird. Why does that exist? I, I I can only assume that people have ambient noises for reasons other than soothing them to sleep. I guess. I know, but where is the subway? But why like, in the world would you subway? have that? That's <laughs> like the most harsh, jarring sounds. That you could that I can think of. I mean, it's like, you know, I some guy scraping metal or something. I don't know. It's it's like that's why. No, I, I can't, I can't I, imagine I can't understand who it, that is. You need it as to. a sound effect, right? You need it as a, like a foley kind yeah. of thing. But you you but 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 I can only assume it was well, a long thing, right? I mean, like when you do rain sounds, sound. yes, it's like yes. for an hour yes. and it repeats or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So that happened. That was, <laughs> but in the, okay. So this kind of is in the same vein. In the same, 
I was on hold. Who was I on hold with? <gasps> it was, um, okay. Oh, good Lord, this is a problem. Um, I booked our flights to Italy for mm-hmm. our trip next March. Um, I booked it through Amex, like Amex Travel. Okay. Okay. And I booked it on, it's like, you know, it's, it's technically a Delta flight, but I think part of the flight, at least part of the flight's, uh, um, what do they call it? Um, Co-chair. rendered, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's it's, it's going to be someone else. I don't know. Air yeah, France, yeah. who the heck knows? I, whatever. Um, not the point. The point is that they've changed this. Like my return flight, they've changed it multiple times. I get these emails uh. And sometimes I can't even tell like what changed. I don't remember because I don't they don't give mm-hmm. me like the previous thing. They'll say, "Oh, it used to be this, and now it's this." They just say, "Here's the new stuff." Well, now it's 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 a flight leaving Venice at six twenty five a.m. Ugh. And Marcus, if you know anything about me, you know I am not doing anything at six twenty five a.m. <laughs> that doesn't involve like a dog saying, "Hey, I got to go to the bathroom." But once I'm done that, you can go back to sleep. Right, yeah. Like, or get some coffee or something. Like, it's not, you don't have to go anywhere and deal with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. You ain't starting your day I at just, no 625. I finally, right. I finally, like, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm like, you know what? I got to do something about this now because mm-hmm. this has got to change. I can't accept this. I mean, this is a, oh, and the other thing is now it's created a layover situation at JFK that's oh, going to be seven hours long. that's better than 37 minutes but it's it's not much (laughs) i'm not gonna sit in jfk for i could i'd be halfway back to orlando by then if i drove like come on so um so okay so i I tried to make the change on delta's website because i figured that's the easiest thing to do and i don't have to talk to any people and Mm -hmm. look i save me aggravation i save them money well no you can't do that because you booked it through amex yeah okay yeah, so now I got to call Amex, which shouldn't be a problem. I can call the you know the platinum people or whatever, and I and I and I call, and they you know, and they tell me, they say something like you know those messages that say, uh, if you would like to hold, if you would like to hold, you can hold. If you would like us to call you back, without losing your place in line, yeah, you know you can do that. And I have about half trust in that system. Yeah, me too. I mean, yeah, I like, the, like you the know, idea. I'm, I'm not so sure you're really going to not like, I don't, I don't know. Um, plus, I have trouble with answering my phone. So if it's a, like a blocked number or something, I'm, I, I, maybe I don't answer it. And that's going to be a problem. So I stay on. And it's only like a six minute, with estimated six minute wait or mm-hmm. something like that. It's like, okay, I can, I can deal with this, right? Marcus, the on hold music was Kenny G. <laughs> and I don't mean good, good Kenny G. And maybe for some people, they're just like that's that's there's like there's no such thing, right? Um, <laughs> oxymoron. But this is, I mean, it wasn't just Kenny G. It was like Kenny G with the volume dialed so that when it hit the high notes, it kind of oh, just like distorted. Oh, it, it's, 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 it's like oh, it's like the. It reached this resonance in my brain, like my mm. skulls, like raw, and like I can't, I can't deal with this. That's Not overdriven even Kenny G. That's what you want. <laughs> and it just was like, wow, wow, I just can't do this. And and so I hung. I can't. I'm just gonna call back another time, another time. And I'm like, and then I thought about it. and I was like, this is the strategy. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you do. You make it so make painful, it so unpleasant. Yeah. That you're forced to either not call or you do the oh call me back thing. No 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 please call me back. Yes right. you were right. Where's they the bail? Put that in there. The, what, like or if you like and you want to avoid the cranked to hell Kenny G, which we will be playing if you stay on hold, you can have us call you back. Well, I think they should give you an escape clause. Like if at any time you would like to <laughs> be called back instead of waiting. <laughs> Press seven. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like a, a wager kind of thing. You're like, all right, well, you you can you can hedge your bets now and have us call you back, or you can take your chances with our hold music, and your only way out is to hang up. 
exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Let's play a game. It's like a bizarre version of Saw. Oh God! Don't go there. <laughs> uh, so I still haven't. I, ha- I haven't. I haven't fixed that. But the thing that's frustrating is that I can see, like on the Delta site, I can see another flight that's available. I don't that get what's plenty. happening. I see the seat. I can see the seats. There's plenty of availability. It's at noon. It leaves at like noon or twelve thirty or something in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It would get in a little later into Orlando, but everything's much more reasonable. And yeah. I'm like, put me on that. It's yeah. empty. I don't like, know what what's happening. Doing? Every time I have ever booked a flight, particularly an international flight, a long time in advance, which I think is what you're supposed to do. No, I don't it's think never going it, like it's the it's the flight of Theseus. It's like by the time I get to the actual <laughs> time that we're flying, no part of my itinerary looks anything like what it did when it started. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, now now you're flying out of Seattle. Jeez, thanks. Um, so, uh, oh, okay. Oh, I, one other thing I have to talk about since we're talking about sounds and my ears and resonance and all that stuff. Mm. Um, I think I figured out, well, partially, I think I figured out the, uh, the AirPod thing. Oh, yeah? Because I read, I, I like searched a little bit online and apparently... There is a defect, a known defect in the in the AirPods mm. that um, creates a staticky sound. So I don't think it's I don't think it's like a vibration happening in my ear canal. Yeah, okay, it's a noise. I, think, I mean, it is, but it's not my ear canal creating the vibration. It's right. it's right. Um, and so I so I went through the whole process of like doing the chat thing and and, and I'm out walking when I discover this and stuff and I and I and I'm chatting with this person at Apple I guess or somewhere in that, somewhere in the world and um, he talking me through it and he says like he says to me what steps have you taken to troubleshoot so far. And I, and I feel like I've listened to them and this? they have sucked. What is this like Socratic chat? Like what? Is, what is this? Like <laughs> I'm about to be judged. Like and I just said like um I just told you like the to- I just told you like it just started it just started happening with the new iOS. I, I figured it was something related to the iOS. I don't know what's happening. Like I my step is I called you. I chatted with right. you. That's my step. Like th- what it's else am I supposed to do? Problem. Why do you exist? You exist for this reason. I, right. I mean imagine going to your doctor. You're like, yeah, my shoulder's really been hurting. And your doctor says, well, what have you done about it? Like, <laughs> I made an appointment. You guys always tell me you don't want me to do things on my own. Right. <laughs> what is this? Is this? Are you trying to get me? Are you trying to get me to say something? And he's like, oh, you should never do that. All right. Well, yeah, that voided the warranty. Sorry. Well, I, Here's some well, I dipped for them you. In, <laughs> I dipped them in a bucket full of water. And that didn't do the trick. Yeah. Yeah. Tried hitting um, them. I ran them over with my car. Yeah. Attached him to a squirrel. Just I don't see know. If that like, would help. <laughs> so um, uh, he says, "Well, and I knew, I knew, I knew he was going to say this." He he says, "Well, like oh, he wants me to reset them." I know you could. Yeah, I, apparently but you can. It's not real. What well, are they? It, all it really does is is it basically gets you forget it from your phone. Oh, you just you like reset, unpair it, like and a hard reboot. It? It's like a hard reboot, and I, I don't know. It's it's a silly thing. Your I think. AirPods. That's weird. It's and of course I can't do it without the case, and I don't carry the case around with me mm-hmm. when I'm out in the elements. And so I'm like, well, okay, I'll do it when I get home. And if it doesn't fix it, I guess I'll reach back out to you, right? Mm. And then he does this whole thing. Oh, you were so nice. You blah 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 blah. I'm like, okay, I guess because I didn't curse at you. Um, <laughs> so then, so I get how I do the thing. I try them out. I noticed I, I had them on today, and I'm walking, and now I think I walked with them since then, and they still had the staticky sound. But then today I'm walking, and there was no staticky sound. Mm. And I thought to myself. I bet it was an iOS thing. I bet they fixed. I bet they patched something that yeah. fixed this. Maybe 
An update. And, and then I thought, oh no. What if my brain is just adjusted to it now? What if the sound <laughs> is still there? But you know how like, you know, if you have like a like a blind like your blind spots, you don't notice your blind spot unless you actually like like do the whole paper thing where you can like right, see yeah. the blind spot. Like your brain your brain just kind of like filters mm-hmm. that out. Yeah. What if it's like that? What if like it's actually happening? But I don't hear it anymore. That's a very you concern to have about this. <laughs> well, don't be too worried because <laughs> because just about like after I had this thought, like two minutes later, uh, well. it starts back like now. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, so is it? Did it happen now? Because there's like the hardware thing, like something just like get like rejiggered or something, or? me thinking about it i rediscovered the sound because like right right now your mind's like oh you want to hear it i'm like no (laughs) no i don't want to hear it in any event it's still i think it's still there but at least you um, know that it's a hardware problem and not a uh i think i think it is yeah i don't i don't think it's a wet (laughs) (laughs) wetware yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a wet wear, bro. Um, but it's it's a problem still. And mm. um I'm I'm just afraid I'm gonna have to go to the genius bar to get this thing resolved because I everything I read online is like they have a they you if you take them in, they have they have like a way to test them. Mm. I guess to they put they like plug them into something, probably like a fake head or something. And then I'm like, have you cleaned that? <laughs> I think they probably just need to know the model number. Um, because I'm sure they have it down to like, well, not I, the model number, the but serial the serial number. number. Yeah. No, I gave him the serial number. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah. And then he says, and then at one point he says, well, I see you have a limited warranty. Like, because I didn't buy the, like, the Apple Care thing. I'm like, I was like, don't mm. even. Because number one, it hasn't even been a year. Okay. And these number things are two, not working right. This isn't a. Right. That's not, I'm sure under limited, it means like functioning. I it doesn't mean like. do any inappro- unapproved activities or anything with these things. <laughs> Just right. using them. Exactly. So, uh, um, I, so I'm, well, yeah, I'm, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I'm you have a saga, to too, that we're going to follow. <laughs> oh, well, I got, you know, me, I got lots of sagas. <laughs> I like too many sagas. There's, I'm really reluctant to bring this the one thing up. Is this the thing that you you sent to me today? No. Oh, okay. I mean, that could, one's a I whole show, I think. <laughs> oh, you think? Should, I, should we should hold? We should. Hold on I think that. we yeah, should I hold on that one. Okay. That's. <laughs> <laughs> or it's not. Um, I, well, I mean, there's part of that. So I sent you two things. People are mm-hmm. dying. They're like, just say it already. <laughs> okay. I'll, well, yeah, we'll we'll save it. I, I think I can, I can remember. Um, I, I know I'm reluctant to bring this up because it may be crossing a line within our relationship. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. So now but I'm insatiably curious. But I, I like I wanted I, I thought it would be appropriate for us to discuss decorative towels. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, let's. <laughs> because. And I think that this is going to be one of those things where there's going to be like half the people listening who who say like, oh, my God, yes, this is like, yes, of course we have decorative. And there's going to be half that are like saying, now, like, I, what I are feel you talking like, about? I feel like we should we should begin by defining terms. And yes, that is that decorative cl- towels are not just towels that are fancy or, or look attractive, but they're towels that are there and are so much part of the decoration that they are not intended to be actually used as towels. That's what we're talking right. about, right? Yeah. Cor- correct. Okay. Yep. yep. Yes. Right. Because it be, right, because decorative towels that are meant to be functional, that's that's, just that's a different pro- that's a different problem like in and of itself. Like, like yeah. I mean, I think we've all been there where the the, the moment of crisis when you're in a, like you're in a in a in a bathroom at someone else's house, yeah, and you and you see like the decorative towel there, and 
Like there's no other option. Right. Right. So it's you've just got no time. choice. But it's like it's like the hanky from the fifties or something where you're like, you're gonna reuse that. <laughs> there's that too. But because, it, I always go to the you know because they're always hanging over something, right? I always go to the back. <laughs> Part. Everyone does. That's the thing, though, <laughs> because everyone thinks that they're being clever. Oh, I'm right. going to the back. You know that everyone's going to the back, so you have to go to some other part. Right. True. I'm, the, not the, I'm not telling you which part I go to. I'm not telling you. I'm not giving my. No. Giving it away. That's my section. That's my little hidey hole. It's always dry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm talking about like yeah. The, but these are worse. These are those kinds of towels that they're like so. De- they're like almost like. It's like intended for a single use, really, but it's not because they're there still, and, right. and it's too fancy to throw away, and there's no replacement. So, so you have to, yeah. But there, it's just at this point, it's like a chamois. It's like a chamois that's been dried, that's dried off an entire car, <laughs> and I'm right. gonna have to now wring it out before I use it or something. Like I can't. Like what am I supposed to do with? It? But that's not that's not the kind of towel we're talking about. No. We're not talking about like pretty towels or something like that. We're talking about, uh, I mean, like in this situation, <laughs> this is a towel that actually looked like it's functional. Yeah. Because it doesn't, I mean, it's not like overtly fancy. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, ostentatious or something. It's, 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 you know, a towel that happens to look nicely draped over. It was that was like an like oven handle or something. Yeah, it was the or, oven handle. Yeah. yeah, and it's there, and it and it's in the kitchen, and it and it looks nice. But you wouldn't think like in my world, you wouldn't think like, oh, that's a that's a decorative thing. Right. It's like it's not like I wouldn't walk over to your curtains <laughs> and like dry my hands on your curtains. You know what I mean? Like. Although I would so give you props for that. <laughs> I know. The moment to do it would have been when you're like, oh, no, that's a decorative towel. Like, I should then walk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so doing that. <laughs> but, but Michelle, so Michelle says, because we were over the other and Michelle says, um, but she actually, she actually, she actually had the the, where, the the foresight to think about it. That she was sensitive right. to it enough to say, "Oh, is this a de- like, is this a towel a, I can use, or is this a decorative towel, or whatever she said?" And the thing is, is that honestly, we didn't care. I mean, <laughs> use no, it. because you are because you guys are you guys, right? It's like right. because if you had, it would have been fine. Um, yeah. But you can use our curtains for all I care. <laughs> But still, I'd be careful. Um, but it was just—it it, it just caused this moment where, and you know, it's—it's it's an interesting moment when I send a pin to Marcus when I'm in the same room, right? About something that just happened, like in my at own the mo- like in the moment, like <laughs> we're gonna pin this, and we learned our lesson from the t- that night at Dahlia when. Uh, um, we said, no, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about this. We're going to talk about it on the show. Right. And then neither of us could remember totally what that forgot. was. We, never, we could never remember. And I was like, oh, I'm dialing this one in right now. For sure. <laughs> because, but I, but I thought, I was like, I'm like, uh, I mean, why? Why? Like, why? I mean, people do this. My mother does this. Other yeah. people do it. Like, well, like, why do we have things? And it's such a mom are, thing to do, right? I mean, that's especially well, when we were kids. We always, you know, the the guest bathroom or the 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 half bath, you know, that's close to the living room or whatever. Always had those towels in there. And then, like, your mom would be like, "Those are for the guests." But then the guests don't right. use them either because the guests are like, well, "I don't want to well, use they, those." Obviously, nobody uses them. And <laughs> it's oh, like the monogram or the special like mon- the oh, what about the yeah. paper? The pa- like the holiday napkins or holiday. Th- towels that people get that are like paper they're they're disposable but they look so nice that people don't want to use them so right. people would prefer to use the the very wet rag that's hanging on that everyone else has used tonight instead of using that nice napkin there and you mm-hmm. know why it's like it's like a tip jar you got you got to seed the tip jar to get people to put tips in it they need to know what to do so yeah, i think yeah. similarly 
if you have those fancy going into the holiday period guys if you have those fancy napkins that are disposable and you want people to use them but they're they're, they're decorative i mean they're decorative but they're they're, they're functional like you want people to right. use them they're disposable they just look nice because they're they're like themed for the holiday or something mm-hmm what you have to do is throw two or three of them. You have to crumple them up and throw two or three in the trash can. Yeah, prominently. Because you have to show displayed. people yeah. need people need to see that. Oh, it's okay to use these. Right, right. That's a good. That's a good want, point. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Send your um, send your donations to. I got an itch all of a sudden. I'm like, I think something bit me. While I'm sitting here. While you're sitting. <laughs> Yeah, what the hell? I got this little bump. I don't know. <laughs> this makes me a little nervous. Like, what else? What else are you gonna bite? Where, where did you go now? <laughs> I knew that like, when you finally lost it, it would be on the show. <laughs> And then I get a buzz on my phone from you. (laughs) (laughs) And it says, pin decorative towels. (laughs) I mean, how else... How do other people communicate with their friends, but if not with pins? <laughs> it's like we always send the pins about things we want to gripe about. And I think it's hilarious that right after something happens in my house. Like, oh, yeah, I need to tell you about this thing this dude just did. 